we're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How is Stephanie today? I am. I'm well, thank you. We are really on the road. I've been at chamber luncheons. I have been downtown. You've been a busy beaver. I have been. And i got to tell you, I went downtown because we were doing a press conference at our main location, which is right downtown across from mm-hmm. the farmer's market. And I met some wonderful people down there. I met a Carrie Chanter and a Russ Hill. Russ is from the Genesee Community Health Center, and Carrie is from the Genesee Health systems two different things i'll explain what they mean the difference between <laughs> the two but we have them both on the uh, on the show with us today because there is something downtown at our facility that could be life-saving and free and oh, i yes good. did you ever hear of anybody maybe have an overdose even accidentally like taking tylenol 3 taking too much of that and they're kind of tomatose yes it could happen with elderly people if they had their medication they forgot they had taken it and taken more yeah. there is something out there that can go right up their nose and save their life and bring them back that is so important oh, to have. I know, and it's free that we have that downtown at our location. So I want to welcome you, Carrie and Russell. Thank you both for being here with us today. Thanks. Thank you very much. I had a chance to meet you both, and we had the press conference downtown, and you guys are both doing something extremely important for this area. So I want you to tell us more about what that was all about. I don't, do you want to go first, Carrie? Sure. Uh, thank you for having us on. Sure. And yeah, we were really excited. February 9th, we were able to do our press conference at the MTA downtown location trying to uh, launch our vending machine for Narcan and for fentanyl testing strips. It's the first of our kind, that kind in the county. And so we're really proud of that. It's a grant funded project through the Genesee Community Health Center. And uh, it was a multi-partner collaborative. So it wasn't just us doing it, but it was the quick response team for Genesee County. And it was MPA, of course. It is uh, the DPS of the University of Michigan Flint, as well as the University of Michigan Flint uh, physician assistant uh, program. Well, you guys were so informative that day, and some people were uh, misinformed before they got there because they thought maybe there were you were like selling fentanyl in the machine. It's like no, 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 no. This is all free to begin with. There's no cost to this, and it saves lives. If somebody had maybe had fentanyl without realizing it, that can take your life, and this reverses that to save a life. And I know Russ, you definitely explained how that works. So let's just say my mother, who's 93, took a medication and did not realize she'd already taken it, and she took some more. And I went to her house, and she was not looking well. How do you tell if they actually need to use this nasal spray or not? Great question, and that's one that most everybody has. Uh, and one of the indicators, uh, just like it says on any of the bottles that have opiates, whether it be Tylenol 3s or Norcos, uh, it'll say may cause drowsiness. What happens when somebody has too much opioid in their system and they can't metabolize it is that drowsiness actually goes to an unresponsive state. Now, if someone was to take a Tylenol 3 or a Norco, the normal reaction to that is to make them sleepy, but they would still be alert if you were to try to rouse them with their name or a tap on their shoulder. When they actually become unresponsive, that's when we're really going to want to involve 911 have them send an ambulance out and then be prepared with the Narcan for administration. Well, I know people thought, well, it's just for people that are doing drugs. Not necessarily. I mean, you could take too much Tylenol 3 by accident and become unresponsive. So is it a good idea to have these kits in everyone's home, just like you would have a, a maybe a um, safety kit or a smoke detector or something that's going to be saving a life? Absolutely. And that's kind of one of our, our big 
interests in this venture that we've got is to help with that stigma around opiates. This could be anything from uh, your nephews going into the bathroom to get an aspirin out for a headache and, and accidentally grabbing something that was an opiate, whether it be a Tylenol 3 or Oxycontin or something of that nature, as well as grandma forgetting that she had put on her patch or taken medications and accidentally double dosing uh, and having too much opiate in their system. This isn't necessarily uh, just a drug-seeking, illicit drug use problem. Actually, most of the opiate overdoses that happen in the United States are with prescription medications, not street drugs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I know, like you had mentioned too, just as an example, maybe somebody has to go to the dentist and they have a root canal. So they were given a painkiller that they don't ordinarily take. And they took a painkiller and thought, oh, that felt good. I'm going to take some more. And then they take too much. And before you know it, they become unresponsive. They may have had too much. Or a child got into it, like you said, and took it. So how much time do you have when you realize this to give them this Narcan to save them? I'm going to let Russ take that. And, and I, but I will say, um, it, it really, to have Narcan on hand is really going to help to save time, like it's going to help somebody just until the first responders can get there. You absolutely have to call 911 first, have to. And, and perhaps the Narcan that you have on your person um, would help them to stay breathing until the first responders can come and take over. And I really think the answer to your question, I'll let Russ jump in here, is probably very variable for each person and how their metabolism works and how much they took and um, you know, what maybe it is a street drug and maybe it's been laced with fentanyl and that is so powerful. So it's hard to know how many grams might be in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it should be in your first aid kit, no matter what, just like your band-aids and anything else you might have. But that's a question I have for you too, because band-aids, sometimes they're too old, they kind of lose their stickiness, so they don't seem to work well. How long is the shelf life for this uh, Narcan? Narcan, typically the, the kits that we have and distribute have around an 18 month uh, expiration date. Um, so the the kits right now that are in the vending machine um, have an expiration date of September of 2025. Okay, well that's good to know. <clears throat> now I I grabbed one just because I thought you never know. It's good to have on hand to put in your first aid Absolutely. kit. Yeah. So I mean, it might be and, grandkids and, got into something, or my brother. I know sometimes he really suffers from pain, and if he were to take a pain patch too many or something. So I want to have it on right, hand. And that's- Correct. And the, the response time issue that you brought up is, is a, probably one of the best questions because uh, the fact that somebody becomes drowsy is normal. That's, that's to be expected. But it's when the person becomes unresponsive, that's an indicator to you or I that there is not enough oxygen getting to the brain for them to react to that stimulus. So at that point, the permanent damage can actually start around six minutes after that. So all of my actions, when I find someone unresponsive, my actions getting 911 and administering either CPR or, or um, Narcan, all that's going to happen in a pretty quick time frame within the first six minutes or so i'm going to want to get something started whether it be rescue breathing or compressions or the first administration of narcan so it's nothing that you can actually self-administer because if you need this you're not going to be able to be awake enough to even know it to use it but and there's no harm in using it correct let's just say you did use it on somebody who you thought needed it maybe they didn't you're not going to do any more damage you're just going to 
possibly help to save their Correct. lives. It is, it is benign in any other sense. We could all do um, Narcan right now, and you, there were, the only thing that it does is binds to those very same brain receptors that the opioids do. It just has a stronger bonding agent and is able to displace the opiate. Without the opiate there, there is, there is no action or reaction that you would have. Okay, good to know. Sounds like everybody in this household should have one of these. And where all can you get one? I know I went downtown to our transfer center, downtown Flint, right there across from the um, Flint Farmer's Market. And I did get a kit and I have it on hand. I know we can go there and get them for free. I mean, are you allowed to have, can you get two of them at the same time? Yeah, from Absolutely. from that from that mm-hmm. vending machine, there, mm-hmm. there is not necessarily a limit. We also actually at the health center um, provide training to go along with that. So you can scan the QR code on the machine or on the box and actually receive a one-hour training. You can come into our office at 725 Mason Street um, to receive a face-to-face training uh, as well uh, or to uh, pick up Narcan. And I will I will add that really at about five years ago or more, actually, um, our governor basically um, had the medical profession write an open prescription for the state of Michigan. So every pharmacy does have the ability to participate in that program. Many do not. So many pharmacies may participate in that program. So you could walk in without a prescription and ask about it. You may want to ask before you go all the way to the the pharmacy, but many of the commercial pharmacies around us um, might participate in that program. So just need to check first. Uh, like just like Russ said, right at our health center, Genesee Community Health Center, you can walk in and uh, you should be able to get that as well as the vending machine. So, so I know and most you- uh, yes. Medicaid and commercial pres- uh, pres- um, I'm sorry, health plans do cover that as a prescription. Oh, good to know because I do know that um, you can go in right now. I think it's seven or eight kits they'll give you every month for the COVID testing kits mm-hmm. from your insurance. I know this new strain of the RSP, whatever it is. That, that's, um, yeah, never even heard of it. <laughs> yeah, they don't even detect that. That's yeah. that. But is it this kind of the same way then with the NARCAN? Can I walk in there and ask for a kit from my pharmacy? You could, but like I said, I, I wouldn't just assume that the Walgreens on your corner is mm-hmm. participating. There are many that do, um, but if you just Google search, you could just say um, Narcan prescribing pharmacies in Genesee County. Th- there is a map out there that does show the pharmacies that do participate in that program. Oh, great. Where's that map found? I don't know if I, if I missed where you said you the map is. I can find it and I can get it to you. Is it I on your website? Um, no, it okay. is not. It is through MDHHS, but I can find it. Oh, that's okay. Just wondering so people could have more information as to where they can find it. But I knew for sure downtown at the at our location, yep. the transfer center, totally free with that. And it's kind of fun to use the um, vending machine. It's like, oh, I got something for free. <laughs> it's putting money in. And it's a <laughs> life-saving thing. So it's win-win all the way around. And as mentioned uh, by Carrie in Michigan, we have a standing order for naloxone in most of the major um, pharmacies Myers, Walmart, Rite Aid, CVS, those uh, like here at our health center. Uh, and MD has actually written a like a blank check, if you will, for anyone that comes in and requests Narcan because it is a medication. It does require a prescription. But anyone that was to would go in and request Narcan, there's a, an open order for anyone asking. Okay. And just, I did find it. It's at the um, nomoregenesee.org website. It's nomore, 
Genesee.org. And there is a link that says Genesee County Pharmacies that carry naloxone. Okay. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much for your time. It's valuable. I know. And so thank you for taking the time to tell us about this and we Absolutely. want to help others for sure. So is there a phone number they can call you if they have more questions? Yeah. And that number is 810-257. I'm getting it right now. I'm sorry. I should know this. That's 810-257-3740. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. I sure appreciate your time, you guys. This is just invaluable. I know you both do such great services over there, and I don't know how we can thank you. And it's all free. If somebody needs help with a drug overdose or some mental illness, they, there's free help out there from both of you. And so I really appreciate that. Absolutely. We greatly appreciate the opportunity to come on and chat with you. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. Well, thank you once again for listening. Listen every week as we will bring you some wonderful and important and free services in this area that could be life-saving, could just be make your life a little better. That's right here on the road with the MTA. Thanks for listening to Jay and Stephanie Kay. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.